0: Well,
1: greetings and salutations, one and all, to another fun full episode of The Superview Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live, once again, from the j Cape. I am joined by my two incredible friends, uh, not Kyle and Mike, sorry, but that's next week. Justin and Bill, what's going on, guys?
2: Hey, bud, what's up? Let's
1: How's go. it going? Fun. Good to see you guys back here, once again, for another episode of Mixed Bag, um, how we, everything's going good so far? We're having a good October so far, right? Everything's going well as we begin spooky season! Yes.
3: Well, I got sick for the first part of it, but I was hoping the rest was okay. Yeah. Well,
1: Justin, were um, you at least watching like horror movies while you were sick? Um,
3: do weird fever dreams count?
1: Yes. I, sure,
2: let's count that. Yeah,
3: cool. And yes, very much so.
2: So, uh, yeah, we're going to give you a crayon and you're going to just draw everything you dreamed of. Exactly. Um, So we can see it. Um, Yeah. But anyway. um, Anyways, but Bill, speaking of horror movies, what's tonight's topic? Well, first we want to address Allie, unfortunately, got busy with schoolwork. She might pop in later. Um, So for now, it's Gentleman's Night.
1: Oh, Lord. It's not ladies' night, it's gentlemen's night tonight.
2: gentlemen's night, and the feel it. Okay, that does not have the same ring to it. It um, does
1: not have the same ring, it's okay. You in
2: the gang, please don't sue me. Yes. Um, But yeah. But if you want to call the complaint, call 1-800- Got Bill. Um, yeah, but tonight, you know, as we continue, Mixed Bag of Horrors! Ooh! Ooh, spooky! Yeah. Um... We are going to be taught. We are going to be doing a—I don't want to say debate, more of a discussion.
1: Yeah. Of what was the best, the best decades for horror movies? And this could just be a very interesting discussion that we're going to have tonight. Um, uh, What decade did you guys want to start in? Hmm, should we go like
2: way back to, or should we go like maybe like 50s, 60s? What do you gentlemen? What do you oh, fine gentlemen think, Doctor Professor the, Justin? Yeah.
3: Here's the thing, there are films that we can talk about as way back as say, well, yes, Nosferatu is probably the earliest example, but yeah. I would say the 30s pre-haze code okay was the heyday for some really freaky horror. Um one before mo- we
2: go on, Justin, would you mind explaining to the good people what the Haze Code is? Why certainly? So you're putting the professor hat on, aren't you?
0: Put it on, baby. I started out without the glasses, so I could do this. The Hays Code was the way that um, the studios
3: self-censored their movies. It was a self-governing body that made sure that all movies were made for general audiences. Meaning no gore, no sex, no profanity,
0: which includes goddamn um, no no portraying
3: religion as, uh, bad. In fact, they tried to steer away from portraying religion at all. Um, that way they don't offend anybody. Um, good guys have to prosper. Bad guys have to be punished. All that.
0: And,
2: you know, an interesting example. I'm sorry to cut you off, Justin, but a interesting example of the Hayes Code is if you've ever, have you ever heard of the movie Double Indemnity? Yes. And it was based off a book because originally in the book, the two main characters ended up killing each other. Mm-hmm. And
0: because of the Hays Code, they had to change the ending of the movie. Oh. Well, so I didn't know if you knew that or not.
3: I did not know it was because of the Hayes Code.
2: No. Yeah, but they did have to change the ending.
0: So anyway, I'm sorry. Um, continue. But there was a time before the Hays Code
3: <laughs> where they got away with some interesting stuff. Including the movie from, I think it was
0: 1933, Freaks. Yep, that's it. This was a story about a
3: woman who marries a mid... uh, Excuse me. It's
0: about a woman who uh, marries a little person
3: who back then was referred to as a
0: midget. Um, Who was also a circus freak. And she did this for
3: money because apparently he was very rich. And when they found out they took very violent
0: revenge, which included, I think, Tar and feathering the woman. Um This movie was apparently so graphic that um,
3: a woman actually complained that she miscarried
0: because of the movie. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that...
3: And because of that, they actually cut out an hour from the movie, and that hour has actually been forever lost. Oh, no. Yep, because back then uh storage of film was very
0: dangerous because film is very flammable. Hmm. Um so yeah, the hour of this movie is lost to the sands of time.
3: And this is one of the movies that prompted the creation of the Hayes Code.
0: Otherwise the government was going to step in. Really? Mm.
1: So this was the movie that kind of like changed it all in a sense.
3: You will find that there are a lot of parallels in media. Comic books.
0: film. Video games, they all have a catalyst where um, where the accessibility of the medium changes forever.
3: For film, it was the Hayes Code. For comic books, it was the Comics Code Authority.
0: Um for video games, it was the ESRB. Hmm. Well, ESRB is more comp- comparable to the MPAA. It's more of a rating system than anything else. Gotcha. All right. So is that well, it for... Yeah.
1: The 30s, or we got more stuff. Oh, her? of
3: course not. We we have Dracula, we have the Wolf, uh, we have uh, Frankenstein, we have uh, the Invisible Man. Um, I forgot about those. Sorry about that. I think those all came out. In, well, Dracula's 32. Bela Lugosi, um, who played
0: uh, Dracula on Broadway before. Fusion of the night. What the music they make.
2: Which on the book. I know, we read the book in high school.
3: I know we did. That's why yeah. I had to say it.
0: I know you know it. I'm just telling the good people.
3: So um we have Dracula Belagosi, um, which decide to take a more romanticized approach to the Count as opposed to what Nosferatu did back in uh,
0: 1928. Hmm.
3: Nosferatu. Uh, Yes, anyone who grew up in our generation knows Nosferatu mostly because
1: of Spongebob. Yes, we
2: do. Or or Justin, remember from what was it? Dracula Dead and Loving It. She's a lot. She's dead. No,
1: she. She's, she's alive.
2: True. She's no Sperato. Yeah.
1: She's
0: Italian.
2: Exactly. <laughs> the movie, Dracula Dead and Loving It.
1: That's a great movie too. If you guys have not seen Dracula Dead and Loving It, get on it. It's a really funny movie. She's no Sperato. She's Italian. I. <laughs> But anyway,
3: I'm,
2: I'm gonna be honest.
3: I do think it's Dracula uh, I do think it's Mel Brooks's weakest parody. but compared to most satires nowadays, yeah, it's pretty good.
0: I shall move the coffin With the chandelier. <laughs> okay, but anyway,
2: going back to Bell Lugosi.
0: Um. No, that's
3: mostly what I had to say about Dracula. Then you All had right. uh, Frankenstein with Boris Karloff.
2: Oh, I wanted to talk. I wanted to say something about Dracula. If that's okay. Good. Oh, but, go ahead. Um, my grandmother, God rest her soul, she um, I remember her telling me because she grew up in like the thirties, and she told me when she saw Dracula in theaters, when he we went look into my eyes, he goes was it was like literally the scariest thing.
0: Mm. They just show they just zoomed in right on his on his eyes. So
2: Justin since I've never really I've seen clips of Bell Lagosis, but how close is it to Bram Stroker's book?
3: Not very close.
2: So they basically just took the book, didn't read it, and just threw it away.
3: No, they 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 did parts. They did a lot of the book, but they made they made Renfield the one to uh, visit Dracula in the beginning. Um, They completely do away with Quincy Morris. But my
0: uh, high school English teacher said he, he was his favorite character.
3: Yeah. He was great in the book. But they always seem to butcher him in, or just not feel him at all
0: in the movies. And this was the start of that. Um, honestly, the one that does it closest really is probably
3: uh,
0: Coppola's Gramp Stoker's oh,
3: oh, well. Dracula.
0: Yeah, not a
2: lot of people like that one, I think,
3: right? No, people like it, they just don't like uh, Keanu Reeves' it. Mm. I mean, granted, that's a pretty big part of the movie, but...
0: How do you not like Keanu
3: Reeves? Did you hear his... English
0: accent, okay. It's bad, A Keanu in real life, he's awesome.
1: Was know, Boston sleeps,
0: he has overgrown Tom Hanks. <laughs> but anyway,
3: yeah, and, and it's like Tom Hanks's Tom Parker.
0: Rest in peace, Bob. We miss you. Um, yeah, no, but um. Yeah, Is but, a, you know,
2: like uh, I said, before we move on to Frankenstein, Um, with the look into my eyes, could you see why it was scary back then, Justin, or
3: meh? I, I guess people had different standards for scary back then. Like, if you were to show someone back then, say, The Exorcist, I think they would have a literal heart attack.
2: And I'm sure we'll be talking about that, won't we? I mean we have to we okay. well,
0: we that's have to. forty
2: years away, so we got
1: <laughs> we got time matter okay. have go three hours tonight. I'm calling it, I'm just kidding.
2: so let's move on
1: to Frankenstein, Yep. so yep, Frankenstein's the next
3: uh franchise in the universal horror
0: movies. starring Boris Karloff as the creature and well
3: it popularized it's alive it's alive it's alive that's where this came from that's good it's this it's this one because i
0: don't know if the book had him yell it's alive I mean, he might have said it, but I don't think it was a yell or a scream or anything like that. Yeah, I remember reading some of the book by uh, Mary Shelley. Yep. Ooh. I remember I watched it when I was, um, it was on TV, I must say
2: I was like, maybe I was like four.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And my dad goes, "No, it's not
0: scary. It's uh, it's funny. It's funny." But then when I showed up, I was terrified.
3: You know what? I was a, I was the same way when my parents tried. My dad tried showing me uh, Young Frankenstein for the first time, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, oh, this is comedy. Um, because, you know, it was black and white. It, it still had this... A little bit of that feel to it of...
0: Um, of the original. Kind of the intent. But... Uh, yeah, this one
3: I can get a little more than say Dracula because this is an actual creature. Like, you put yourself into the shoes of the victims and yeah you you can kind of see how this can be scary
0: 100%
3: the only way you can see how this is scary is the idea of
0: putting yourselves in the shoes of the victims which to a lot of modern audiences is not enough anymore Mmm. Really? Oh, so. Um I guess you need something a
3: little more cerebral to really get at people's
0: um ear that or a shit ton of jump scares. Jump
1: scare. Yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't. I'm just making a conversation with you. That's all. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, you do not
1: like jump scares, scares, do you? I hate jump scares. I
0: hate them. I hate them.
1: I hate them. Not a fan of them whatsoever. I will say that.
0: So. So, anyway. Um, but, for, but Frankenstein
1: 1931. Anything else you to go off on at all, or no? Um.
0: I
3: mean this one I really didn't see. Um, yeah.
0: okay.
3: I just know of it more.
2: Okay. So if so if a monster comes into our town, should we just get the should we get the pitches pitchforks and torches ready?
1: Yes.
0: And we'll chase it out old school. We're gonna say kill the monster. We're gonna do it, I promise.
2: Um, yeah but what do you think made these 30s horror movies like so iconic though
0: maybe the Um, choice of the monster I think it was just coming out the right time
1: probably that too
3: because it was pretty novel that uh, these horror movies were coming out um, You know, movies in general were all talkies. In general, were still seen as a very new thing. Um, nineteen twenty-eight is when the first talkie was released. Was it
0: twenty-seven?
2: Yeah. Or was it twenty-eight
3: or twenty-seven? I think it was twenty-eight.
0: The Jazz Singer.
3: Jazz Singer. Okay. So 1931, that's only three years later. Um, for those who've seen movies such as Singing in the Rain or even Babylon, which Bill and I saw, um, the transition into sound was not all that seamless.
0: It was a lot of trial and error. Because a lot of... Justin, see how I
2: do with this. okay? Are you ready to grade me, Professor? All right,
3: Mr. Murphy, let's see what you got.
2: Because when there was a transition from silent from silent to talkies, it was a it was a big challenge because one, they had to know how to act they had to work new equipment to get the sound. Yep. and two, a lot of. A lot of silent film actors at, were having a hard time adjusting because one, a lot of the they now had to memorize lines, yep, in which when they did silent films, they didn't have to. And a lot of them didn't have the proper vocal training.
0: yep, to To be in talkies and. And that
2: was, and that was why at that point, a lot of theater actors at the time were transitioning to film.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because they already knew how to memorize lines, they had the proper vocal training, and that's what, and that's why the transition from silence to talkies was a big challenge. So how'd I do, Professor? I give you an A-. minus. Okay, what's the minus part? Um.
3: Some people just didn't have the the right sound for
0: talkies. Like, oh. their voices were just harsh for it. Oh, okay. It wasn't a lot of actors who were like that, but there were some. Yeah. So... Yeah, so you think it was the choice of the
2: monsters that made it? I think the fact
3: that these were some of the first talky horror movies probably played a huge part in it. Um, Freaks, in particular, was pre-code. It was, and it took full advantage of that, and is all still considered a classic to its,
0: to this day. Um, 1940s not as popular. Well they were there were some popular ones like The Wolfman.
3: I don't know if Bride of Frankenstein came out at that time.
0: Phantom of the Opera
1: that was,
3: was Lon Chaney that was the 20s? No, I mean the
1: 1943 one.
2: Oh, gotcha. Yes, yeah, yeah, and and this was before Andrew Lloyd Webber got a hold of it.
3: Yes,
1: hold on.
2: We have a
3: special... musical, it was actually a horror movie.
2: Well, yep. because the story was in the public domain.
0: Yes, was based on a book. La Fatum. Hey, look who's here!
1: Yep, Allie will be joining us in one second. Just bear with us, everyone. Let's finish up our thoughts, though, really quick, on uh, what we were talking about. Of course. So yeah, besides Wolfman,
3: found the opera. I there's not much in the 40s, 50s is when horror movies start getting interesting again.
1: I agree now, with that
3: 100%. Cuz now you start getting um one you start getting sci-fi horror movies like the fly yes. or yes. outer space
0: um wow. the blob um you also get haunting movies such as the haunting of uh, on Hill House, mm-hmm. uh, House on Haunted Hill, uh, and you also get the low budget uh, B movies like the Roger Corman ones, okay, like I Was a Teenage Werewolf, yeah. You know, you you would kind of expect to read in the
3: pulp magazine.
1: Gotcha. So glad you could join us. How are you?
0: I'm fine. You also forgot some of the other movies from Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, we're not there yet. We're Ah. not there yet. Some of the some of them. Okay.
3: We're only in the 50s so far, but I'm not exactly including thrillers in this yet. I like. I wouldn't put North by Northwest on this in this discussion.
0: Okay, um, because
3: that was the forties, right? North by Northwest.
0: It's fifty-two, three. I forget. Okay, so early fifties. Um, but Ali, you
3: are right. Um, fifty-nine. 50s was prime time for Hitchcock's horror movies, such as The Birds.
0: The Birds was
1: 1963. Damn it. Psycho was 1963. Psycho was 1963.
0: He forgot Dial-In for Murder, Strangers on the Train, Vertigo, The Wrong Man, The Man Who Knew Too Much. The Bunch. I, I think this episode has
3: made it clear I'm not the leading expert here on Alfred Hitchcock.
0: I just All looked good. up Wikipedia.
1: Oh. Thanks, Information. Are oh, you guys
0: it. already talking about Nosferatu?
1: We did. We touched on him, yeah. We touched on it. I Nosferatu. Think-
0: oh, yes. Um... We also have some Ed Wood movies coming out this
3: decade. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Plan 9 from Outer
0: Space. One of the worst movies ever made. it. People- also featuring Bela Lugosi. I think this was the last film he was in. before he died. I think it was the last one. Wow. And Plan 9 from Outer Space. I didn't see Plans 1 through 8, though. Uh, <laughs> well,
3: can
1: we talk about the blog uh, for a second?
3: Obviously, weren't worth telling. But um, Plan 9, though. That's like Plan Z.
1: Yeah.
2: Ooh, Plan Z.
3: But,
1: the 50s had a lot of weird sci-fi horror movies too. Like, like um, I was I have the blob pulled up right here from that's like 58 because like once you get to like the late 50s, it gets even weirder, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that
3: by the late 50s, the haze code started to relax a little bit. They started losing power a bit.
0: Um I, I didn't ask you this with the Hayes code, Justin. Who was Hayes? I don't know the answer to that. Must have been a pretty important fellow. Rutherford, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, uh, there were some crazy sci-fi horror movies in the
3: 50s. The Blob, The Fly... Thing from outer space.
0: Uh, what else was that? Look up Roger Corman. So Roger Corman in the fifties. and 60s made a lot of B-horror movies. Um, the Undead, 1957.
3: Um, Attack of the Crab Monsters. The Giant Leeches. Wait, the Giant Leeches or the Killer Leeches? attack of the giant leeches
1: the fast and furious
0: wait aren't the attack of the giant leeches aren't
2: they just people in trash bags
3: yep wow these were b movies low budget
0: made by hungry hungry filmmakers Battery's not included. There you go. Well, like we gotta think of something that's just put them in trash bags. But that's stupid. It looks cool.
2: No, it doesn't. We don't. Well, do you have anything better? We we don't have the money for something better, so trash bags.
1: I guess these are just movies that they wanted to just put out, even though they were like terribly made or whatever. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah.
3: Okay. yeah. They were cheap. They were cheap to make,
0: and therefore they could turn a profit.
1: Can I chime in for a sec? Is it all, all this talk of like creatures and what? I just reminded me of something, and I mean. Just to give Chris a quick backstory, really quick, um, the reason why I've, I've been out of Mixed Bag for a couple, a couple of the past weeks, because because my grandfather was not doing well. He actually just he actually passed away like a, a week or two ago, uh, or about a, about a week ago. Um, and to our listeners, that's why I was out for a little while, and um, that's why Allie filled in, that's why Justin filled in, that's why Bill filled in for my time being when I was out, and um, I just want to say his favorite movie that he saw in theaters that I saw in theaters when it came back came, was re-released, was The Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, I was just thinking about that one. That's funny how you were just thinking that. That movie, we, it was 54, but it was so like, seeing it on screen and back in theaters is really a different experience, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm
3: sure. Um, I would love to go see it. Like one of these old horror movies, see how they hold up in like an actual theater. Um, you, you, you
1: just plug for Fathom Events, anyone? Anyway. Fathom Events—you can just check those out, and, and they have a ton of them on online. They 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 re releases every month, so
3: that is true. Yeah, that is true, but they're I mean, I, more I, those for like movies that came out in the seventies right now. Oh like, right, yeah, The Exorcist, which that is not a movie I want to revisit in theaters.
1: No, god no.
2: <laughs> now, I feel like certain type of horror movies I'd rather watch them at
0: home where
1: I can yeah. put the lights on. Yeah, exactly, literally. Put uh, the lights on. On mute. <laughs> on mute. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, but creature from the black lagoon. I've heard of it but I've never seen it. It's
1: it was very very unique. Uh, you you could it's a product of its time but it's still Oh, definitely. Different. I can a classic, though I can imagine, yeah. I a lot of those underwater shots still hold up when you when I saw yeah. them leaders, I was like, What, how did these things hold up? Still, it was like it was like because from 1954, it's like you know, it's god knows how it, right. but it still like holds up. So, so, and then there's the teacher from the, I'm just kidding, we're not going to go there, we're not going to the teacher from the black, but anyways. Attack of the
3: 50-foot oh, woman. Okay. Right. That's another one from this time period, I believe.
0: Yeah. Which one was it? I'm sorry.
3: Attack of the 50-foot woman.
0: Oh, never seen that.
1: Let's see. You that. <laughs> that's you de- That's a definite B movie right there, man.
3: Oh, it is.
1: It's just like this really like, like super... The special
0: effects in it are awful, like... Oh my god.
1: If they ever remade this, I think people would cry.
0: Of how bad it is. Probably. That movie cannot be
3: made today. I, it I could. I, it
0: could, in some ways. Why
3: couldn't it be made,
0: Justin? Or at least not by a man. Probably not. And, Bill, you know why. Is it two words? What are the two words, Bill? Me too. I was thinking more male gaze, but that too. Oh, yeah. Unless South Park does something like this. They might. Who knows?
3: Attack with a fifty foot Teddy
1: Oh God!
0: Give Attack with a of fifty speed. foot I don't know. I mean, come on. When was the last time they killed Kenny? Bastards. <laughs> <That sucks. laughs> Okay, so that's the '50s. What about the '60s? That's where you get the birds.
2: That's
3: when you get the birds. That's when you get psycho.
0: Yeah, but
3: I feel like at this time, that's when you start getting some jump scares.
2: I think because at this time, and because I think they were starting to move away from the horrors and the from the monsters and the sci-fi and more
0: towards, I don't know how to describe it. Psychological. I think that's a good way to put it. More real life
3: horror.
1: Yeah, like stuff that could actually be true if you really think about it.
0: Core that will kind of sit with you, exactly. Like I had a friend. Like when it
2: came to the movie Psycho, his dad's friend. He said when he saw it, he ended up getting clear shower curtains.
1: Oh my god! I could see that. Let's talk about
0: it for a sec.
3: Here's the thing: I got introduced to the parodies of Psycho before Psycho.
0: So, did you really?
1: Like parodies no, the, before the film?
0: My first
3: experience with, with the shower scene was when Bugs Bunny recreated it.
2: Looney Tunes back in action? Yes. Very underrated in my opinion.
0: Um, and then I saw High Anxiety.
3: Uh, yeah. Great movie, by the way. Great Mel Brooks movie. Yes, Alfred Hitchcock approved. Oh, Hitchcock no, seriously. Hitchcock. Like if you ever get the chance, look up the story of uh, when Mel Brooks showed Alfred Hitchcock uh, the the his cut kind of uh, High Anxiety, and is, how Hitchcock liked it. Oh, he loved it. He he said there is no high anxiety about this film. You have yourself a winner. Wow, Or something like that.
1: That's saying something. Right. Especially from him, too. That must have been...
3: It's funny, though, because he watched the movie in silence and then stood up and walked out um, when it was over, and he sent a bottle of wine with that note. <laughs> That's how he knew.
0: Wow. Anyways. Yeah. Hitchcock tangent aside. um,
3: Psycho didn't actually have as big of an impact on me as a lot of other people, but there are two jump
0: scares in this movie. And they did get me. It is the famous...
1: Uh,
3: when, when the private investigator gets stabbed and falls
0: down the stairs. Yes. Yeah. You want
1: to know my first exposure to this movie? Sure. Uh, I was actually in uh, Bose's. And we, we were told to watch. We we're studying Hitchcock's films for whatever reason. I forget specifically why the reason why. It, aside from him being a great filmmaker um, of his time and whatnot, but I remember us being in the our, our class watching it, and like mind you, we in high school and whatnot. We're all trying to like watch the movie and stuff. Like that. And it's like during this during the shower scene, like people are like, oh my god, and people are freaking out and whatnot. But one of the things that always gets me about this movie. As the opening sequence of like how, like, um, for our viewers, you're gonna be able to see this if you're listening, just watch the movie. Seriously, the opening of like that one guy following her, like how death it signifies that death is following her. And let's not forget, Psycho was a movie that taught filmmakers you can kill off a main character. Yeah,
3: seriously, Mary sure. was the uh, was the main uh character for the first half of the movie.
1: Who is it? Janet, was name? Janet Lee or whatever? Janet Lee. Yeah, Jamie right. Lee
3: Curtis' mother.
1: Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis' mother. That's right. Yeah,
2: And you know what's really cool about Psycho? Have you guys ever seen the original trailer for it?
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is. And it's just, so exactly just what love- you're about to say, Bill. And yes, that, that trailer was brilliant.
2: Because it just starts off with they think, going, hello, everyone. I'm here to take you a tour of this house. And the music's all light. And then they goes, but a murder happened here. Dun, dun, dun. And then the music gets darker. And then he's like, just walking in this house. But what's so brilliant is if you've seen it, he doesn't change his tone of voice.
1: True.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's that British monotone.
3: Exactly.
2: And then he goes, that- yeah. I, I can't tell you what happened in this room. It's just too too horrible to describe. And then he walked, and then he goes, oh, we're not going in there. And then it shows the shower and the famous do 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 And just <laughs> a psycho.
1: Yeah. What another thing that's brilliant about that trailer? I know that because Bill and I, Bill and I did a top ten movie trailers back. I think it was over, it was like January of last year, whatever. I forget January twenty twenty two. That's right. Yeah, way back then, Uh we did a, a discussion about uh, the top ten, our top ten movie trailers, and I put that one on there because. Just on a quick side note, that trailer for Psycho is six minutes long. Yeah, it is. It's a long trailer, like, and it's so when when, pe- we're just trying when people just want to say when when people say like oh well trailer's the way give away too much look at that trailer it didn't give away a lot but it was it was unique in its own design i wish more honestly like, trailer how gave away
3: that. it actually did give away a lot without giving away a lot
1: yeah it, it, indirectly or whatever you know? yeah yeah because if you only had
3: the trailer to go off of and you went into the into the movie, you would be so confused about what's going on because that first half of the movie is nothing like what you just until like you get to the basement hotel, of course, but but like you wouldn't know who murdered who, yeah, like you know a murder happened, you don't know how the murder happened, you don't know who who, who was murdered, you don't know who's the murderer, you he gives you questions
0: not
1: answers yeah if no one, if the if you haven't ever seen the trailer for the original uh six minute trailer for Striko, go, go on YouTube to check it out. It's like it's a really interesting, like perceptive um perception that we're talking about here. But it's but Alfred Hitchcock that just shows you even in his trailers, he was a genius. Like if you watch the trailer for the birds, it's the same thing. It's like he's comedic and then he gets very serious, it's very unique. so.
0: Don't yeah, me. but I
2: haven't seen the full movie of Psycho. Don't kill me. No, you're good. I'm gonna come on
1: Coney Hyson with a knife in the shower. You know,
2: hey, I got you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but um, yeah, but from what I have seen, this really put in the thriller,
0: the thriller topic sort of. Yeah,
1: it's very. It's a uh, almost like the one of one of the earliest psychological thrillers out there too. So, yeah. Yeah, and then and this is just a cycle. We have plenty more to discuss too. So, um, anything else for cycle, guys? You want to just you want to move on to the next thing? Let's go on to the next thing. All right, Ali, did you have any picks for other picks for the '60s? You said the birds are now. You don't have anything, okay? How about I've never seen
2: it. Has anyone ever seen Night of the Living Dead?
1: I was gonna. I was just I haven't just did say that, that. but
3: I, I am very familiar. I've seen it. And I'm also familiar how it's in the public domain because someone messed up with the titles or some, something stupid like
1: that. What do you mean it's in the public domain? Any, like, we can go out right now and make a movie of it? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Guys, get the cameras. We are making another light Night of the Living Dead.
3: The Night of the Living Dead is in the public domain.
1: Yeah, for all you filmmakers out make there, get a hold of that. Error. So I could
0: just go on YouTube and watch it, basically. Yeah. Wow. You know who actually was scared of this movie? Who? My dad.
3: I mean, I wouldn't blame him.
1: The ending... is creepy. It is. and The the zombies in this movie are like, you you believe it, too. It's like, you want... I've seen the whole movie. I've seen the whole thing several years back now. But I got to tell you guys right up front. It is... I don't want to give too much away because you guys haven't seen the whole thing or you haven't seen it, but it's it's very um. What's the word? It's hard it's difficult to explain. To, due
3: to an error when titling the original film, it entered the public domain upon release. So upon release, it wasn't even copywritten.
1: Wow! So at, that's that's even more crazy.
0: So. That's incredible.
1: It incredible. because. Hang on. Yeah. go ahead. While Justin's looking at that I just want to say that this movie, like, what's what's funny is that the main character, like, the zombies go away at like nighttime in the in the in the daytime. But what's funny is towards the, I, I don't want to spoil it too much, but like the end of the movie, the survivor, the one guy who survives, like, he ends up like I don't want to say anything, but he just, he doesn't quite make it. At the end of the movie, you're like what is it? Was it was kind of like a plot twist at the end there, but you guys have to see this movie; it's really good. It's really okay, good. here's here's what happened. Yes, Bill uh, Justin, talk to me. The
3: original theatrical distributor, the Walter Reed Organization, yeah, failed to place a copyright indication on the prints
0: mm-hmm.
3: on on the negatives, and at that time, U.S. copyright law held that. Public dissemination required a copyright notice to maintain the copyright. And Image 10 displayed a notice on the title frames of the film beneath the original title, which was Night of the Flesh Eaters, but not when it was uh, renamed to
0: Night of the Living Dead. Therefore, public domain. Mm -hmm.
1: This has been the more you know with Justin. The more you know, <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, no, this is um, this is a big, and also the year 1968. This is uh, this is kind of when horror movies, because like we're, when we get to the seventies in a second, this is when horror movies started to get a little more. I I might even say graphic. I would say like you know, there's like you notice on the on the face of these zombies, they're like blood dripping off and whatnot.
3: Um, yes. I would say that they got more graphic because this was post haze Code.
0: Mm,
2: yeah. Because okay. it wasn't in the 60s when they just threw the haze Code out and said, okay, we're done with that shit. Essentially. So
3: this was during the age of New Hollywood. Which means less Studio-driven, big-budget films, more small-budget, contemporary,
0: character-driven, creator-driven stories. And that lasted until about 1978.
2: Wow. It was old Hollywood, Justin The Welcome to Hollywood! Essentially. And the, there's no business like show
0: business. Yeah.
3: And that um,
2: kind of met its
3: end around the time Cleopatra came out. Which anyone who knows about what happened with that movie even though it was the highest grossing movie
0: of the year it still flopped. It was that Expensive. Cleopatra was?
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Look how,
0: look up how expensive that movie was.
1: We'll do that really quick.
0: 63, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, expensive. So, it's says $31 million. In n- 1963, that's a lot of
0: money. Wow, wow! And the
1: budget. I think was,
3: Batman was made for less than 1989.
1: That's frightening. That's a lot of money back then. I know. Let me just see really quick. What is in today's money? What's well, like what's thirty one million dollars in 1963 compared to come into today? You know what I mean? <laughs> Do the yeah. That's. That's ridiculous, but yeah. It has to be hundreds of millions. Oh, I would, I, I have no doubt.
2: So, this is when the Hayes Code started, just went away.
3: It was, yeah. And that's when the MPAA was created to start giving ratings to these movies because without the Hays Code, not all movies were for general audiences anymore. Now you have G for general audiences, PG for parental guidance, R for restricted, and X
0: for For the shady guys in the
2: alleyways.
0: (sighs) For
1: Eugene
2: and Rusty from The Simpsons. Literally. (laughs) Or Clockworks Orange.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay, so
0: what should we
3: start
1: the 70s with? Exorcist. Uh, yeah. We and what we out. as well, I mean, the, they got the movie coming out as well, the sequel, the direct sequel. It's
0: Which it's I heard sucked. But it's Sorry. making money. Did it actually suck? It, I heard a lot of people hated the new one and that
3: David Gordon Green should stay far away from horror movies now.
0: I mean, come on. That that one really scared the the lights out of you.
2: Oh, people were throwing up and passing out when they saw it.
3: This was another movie that apparently caused a lot of women to miscarry, allegedly.
1: That's frightening. Right? Yeah, literally.
2: And... Some people have called this movie blasphemous.
0: Isn't it very pro-Catholic Church? Yeah, once you think about it, it makes the Catholic Church look good. Kidding
3: me?
2: They they look like fucking superheroes
3: after this.
0: Oh God! And by Uh, the way, damn it, where's my
2: crucifix when I need it? And by
0: the way, the power of Christ compels you. No. The
2: power
0: of Christ compels you.
3: So
2: does it, it, Bill? Does it really? The
0: demon will stay in you and kill you.
2: No, you need a crucifix and some holy
3: water. That'll kill it. Oh, guess what, Bill? It's not very compelling.
2: I could,
0: I could be a devil, be immune to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, Ali. You know
0: when I say that? Be gone, Satan. Nope. We are not going with that joke, Justin. We are not going with that joke.
2: <laughs> I'm so
3: glad you did not finish that bill.
2: I did not. Yes, I, I said didn't. no. I now I need you to finish it because you no, know no. no, do not finish that bill. Do do not. not. I am. Res- I am going under my Fifth Amendment right of the United States Constitution. I am going to plead the Fifth Amendment. Because I feel continuing this joke will incriminate me. Very much so. I am exercising my Fifth Amendment constitutional rights. And Justin, as my counsel, will will agree with my decision, won't you, Justin?
3: Yes. Um, he definitely, <laughs> for his own good, exercises this Fifth Amendment right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But, um, any, but anyway. Um, yeah. But no, it's the so that he
3: keeps all of his bodily organs. Ooh.
2: Speaking of this, have any of you guys seen the SNL
3: parody of this? No. There was one with Jenna Ortega being the girl,
1: oh, and
0: Lord. one of the characters, her played by Egon Wotan, was very funny. Oh my gosh! Nice. It was hilarious. Honestly, this was the better exorcism than this. Yeah, yeah but anyway. Because you know what it's like when you see
2: the demon. Uh, uh, yeah, and you know what was so what horror movies today rely on jump scares and all that? Would you scroll up
0: a little bit? Down, 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 and stop. That scene right there.
2: You know why it's so terrifying? Because it's just silence. Yeah. And sometimes silence speaks more than music or words than sound, yeah. Yeah,
3: and there's you know a reason why he was used as the the jump scare meme back in the late 2000s. Gotcha.
0: You know?
2: You know what's you know what's even the scariest thing about this movie? Two scary things, Justin. I heard that people actually died on the set of this movie.
3: Yes, I heard the same. I'm and saying- then the uh, the set was indeed cursed.
0: You know what's
2: even you know what's even scarier? What? This movie was actually based
0: on a true story. Oh,
3: gosh. Begs the question: Why create a franchise about it?
2: Well, here was the thing: there was a boy in, like, I want to say the fifties or sixties who started experimenting with behavior, and this is all this is all in the Vatican. This is all in the Vatican documents. They What's,
0: redacted the boy's do? name, though.
2: It's called the Case of Roland Doe. And what happened was the family thought he was acting strange. Some people say today he may have just had Tourette's or something, Mm. which if you if anyone has Tourette's, we're not saying you are disordered. I'm just that's what they're saying. No. And the family was Lutheran, Protestant, not Catholic. And they took him to their pastor and they saw that he was acting strange and they said yeah this is kind of above my pay grade um i don't deal with this this is more of a catholic thing you, you might you guys might want to go talk
0: you guys might want want to go talk to a priest and and they and they sent i think the vatican sent a priest to
2: exorcise the boy And they said, like, during day, he was fine. But at night, that's when he started acting strange. Hmm. And and apparently, because what they said cured him, was that they put a statue of St. Michael next to his room, next to his bed. And if anyone knows their theology, St. Michael was the archangel who led the army of angels that threw Satan out of heaven.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. and they said that's what helped exorcise him and the Vatican like I said they redacted everything and they said that that was actually the basis for the exorcist
0: Mm.
2: and yeah and my dad again he told me this was the scariest thing he ever saw
1: did you see it in theaters? No. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. He said this movie is terrifying. There's a reason yeah. why they call it the scariest movie of all time.
2: Like I've seen clips of it, and I it's scary, but I don't think it would scar me for life.
1: No, I'm I'm sure there's always some people that would be scarred for life. It's funny actually. My so we were uh, I was gonna tell some sense before. I have not seen this movie, and I want I want to see it just to like say I saw it. Or but I'm like. Yeah, I may it in the daylight just to be safe. You know, <laughs> like literally have every light in your house on. No, 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 like literally in the sunlight. I will watch it during the day. I can. If I watch this at night, I might puke. But uh, anyways, we're like the Blair. Yeah, literally. But what I was going to say was we were in the theater watching Oppenheimer earlier this year in 2023. Mm-hmm. And the trailer for the new Exorcist came out. And my, my, mind you, I, I'm seeing Oppenheimer with my mom. My dad, my mom starts crying in the theater. At oh my the god. trailer for the new exorcist. Sorry, sorry, mom. But like literally, she's like, Oh my god, I can't watch this right now. I can't watch this. And then the trailer ended, and I was like, Oh my god. I closed my eyes, I was like, I cannot watch this. Cause it just it just because you know Oppenheimer was rated R and they were showing like wait yeah. trailers and stuff like that. But I was like, Good God. I just I don't know. I literally I literally want to see it like in the daylight. And then that's saying, because uh, I'm not a big horror guy to begin with, but can. I will see that. So.
0: And. And yeah, and by the way, you're not a- Oh,
2: that's literally a line from the movie. Yeah, literally. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and
1: wow, this this it's has like,
2: terrified a
1: whole generation. Like, notice that safe search is on on our Google search. It's off. Sorry, excuse me. It's off. But like that's, it, like that that actually came up was like, oh yeah, you can like watch. It's I I'm, I'm like we're looking at the pictures of it online while we do our our stream tonight. And I'm like, it's freaky as hell, man. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So are you guys even more scared
2: knowing that it's now based on a true story?
1: Yeah, kind of. Not gonna lie.
2: <laughs> I
0: need the resources to prove it.
2: Okay, would you like me to send you the Vatican documents?
0: Not now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay,
2: so I'm just gonna go call the Pope right now and ask him if he could send me the documents. I'm sure he'll do it. I mean... I'm sure they're online. He's a pretty laid-back Pope, so maybe. Hey, Your Holiness, can I please have the documents of the Roland Doe thing? Oh, here, yeah, here you go.
3: Yeah. Okay, so from one movie where people allegedly died on set to another, let's go to the Yeoman.
1: Oh my God! Do not get me started. Would you say like The Exorcist and The Omen really started the the possessed Uh child freak out like crave of parents? Yep, literally.
2: I would say that started with Rosemary's Baby in
1: 1968, but yeah, we're already in the 70s. Yeah, it's right. No, this one, this one too. uh, This one was what 70, 76, right? Yeah, yeah. And it started. Atticus Finch himself, no, yeah, I, mean, I am right. There, you go. I wasn't sure. Gregory Peck, he's a great actor too,
3: very good actor. Yeah,
1: name yes. Ramek was good too. Now, Kurt, now, the Omen, they made sequels to it, right? Just like The Exorcist, right? They made like, two sequels, and then they made a reboot. Okay, but nothing compares to the original, of course. with all of that, so yeah, the Omen. It's mother. I someone had to say it. It's mother.
0: Damien, it's, it's all my, for, it's you. for you. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I, like I, I said, this is, is
3: allegedly another. Uh,
0: True story. Movie
3: where people died on set, including an incident where a pane of glass beheaded a uh I think a crew member.
0: Did it really? Yeah. Good god. You. Do you have any idea where the water filter on here is? That huge chill. No, all right. I'm gonna have to look it up somehow. I don't know if I have to book for it off Sorry. Um yeah. Um
1: I have not seen this movie either. I, have you guys seen it? No. No. no? Okay. Um, I I would not mind seeing it. Like again in the daylight, because like, you know the boy Damien's like possessed, whatever. And so, you know, it, this is when, what's up, Bill. Good. No, go on, go on.
2: You
0: have.
1: To, what ready, I was going to say was, if you notice that movies from the late sixties going into the seventies. Not 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 only do they get graphic, they also like adapted with the times as well. Like, like notice that movies got like progressive, like like The Exorcist was at seventy three. This yes. is seventy six. Like, and then the movies, horror movies, progressively got more and more like I guess you say more and more horrific and more scary. Like, like someone brought up in our, our chat board because we did the show live. Someone brought up Texas Chainsaw Massacre at one point. Like, yeah, look, look, look at that movie. We can talk about that in a uh, second. That's, that's another
3: very low budget movie. In fact, so low budget, apparently people didn't get paid on.
1: That's terrible. Well, yeah. I
3: I found that today from my uh from my uh local uh, horror movie expert. Okay. So,
1: the, you want to talk uh, about tex- you want to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for a second?
3: Uh yeah. Um uh, this arguably, is the start of the slasher genre.
1: Yeah, give or take, yeah. Wasn't this based uh, um, on true stories? True events? I think it was framed to be,
0: but it was not. Okay, alright.
3: Um, You know those movies that they say that it's based on true events to make it seem more scary, but it's actually not? Yeah. I think it's one of those.
1: Okay. Like it says right here, like the most brutal and bizarre crimes in America, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
3: Yeah. No, this didn't happen. Um, directed by Toby Hooper. Uh this was shot in a very specific style where it almost feels like an exploitation movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, very disturbing. Um, and it introduces us to the character of
3: Leatherface, oh. who has a mask of human
0: flesh. Ugh.
1: That's just creepy. I have to just admit that right there. That's just freaking that is creepy. creepy.
3: And apparently, to keep actors on edge, they would have uh, people, um, like have chainsaws running at like all times or something like
1: that. Oh, to actually keep be afraid of there. the to be afraid of them on like the chainsaws on set. Yeah, dude, that's that's that. That tells you the time period but The seventies was crazy, man. This the seventies like, were crazy. They were. I mean, but but let alone like with movies like this, forget it, you know. So I had and I had that, to bring it up because cause someone brought it up. But yeah, what do you got, Justin? And
3: but then we have to bring up the one that cemented that the slasher genre was here to stay. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the
1: OG one
0: the what almost forty-five years?
1: 45 years this year? Yep. Yeah. Five years. And Jamie Lee Curtis Don, the world this whole time.
2: John Carpenter's <laughs> Halloween. This was a cheap movie.
1: The budget was what, like $10 million? No, it was
2: like $300,000. Was it actually? Wow. You would not be
3: able to tell because it looks good. It does.
0: The weirdest thing though, I was just reading it. How does a six-year-old kill her his own sister and then comes back to kill his his sister he never knew?
1: What's why do you pull this up? The budget was between well, $325,000 and it made $70 million at the box
3: office. Here's the thing, Allie. We didn't know that Michael and Laurie were related in the first movie. That wasn't revealed to the second one. In fact, that's why... Halloween 2018 ignores Halloween 2 is because they retconned that.
2: And yeah, I'm going to make a very controversial statement about Halloween.
0: Go ahead, Bill. It is controversial statement, Tom. I watched this movie. I think it looks dated. Sorry. I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything. Justin, what do you got? Um,
3: I mean, at times, yeah, the music, yeah, but uh,
2: like uh, the scenes where I'm supposed to be terrified that Michael Myers is trying to kill Laurie, I'm not terrified. I'm like, mm, okay, let's hurry this on. Let's hurry this along.
0: Maybe I mean, I compared to today,
2: that. yeah, it's
3: tame, but you can say that about a lot of a lot of uh, movies back then. Um, especially the slasher ones. So, am yeah. um, I
2: becoming a snob or something with this movie? Or, no. <laughs> Um,
3: there are some people who just don't get into Halloween. Um, Catherine is not a huge fan of the movie.
2: I remember her saying that she thinks she thinks it's overrated.
1: Some, uh, people, some people don't like it for whatever reason, you know. I've heard YouTubers and podcasters talk about how like. You know, i they're like, oh well, I, I don't even like the original one. I've heard people say that.
3: Honestly, the- I think if anything, it just makes it a little more accessible to people like me who aren't huge into horror movies. So
1: that's fair, that's fair. So you guys would hear a really scary story? Sure. I mean, it's October, why not? Um, and it's almost Halloween. Um, when I was really young, and I and my, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever, I told my parents this at some point. I was like probably like, I want to say ten, maybe eleven. I woke up one morning. I was on my, getting ready for school, and I was, was around my birthday because my birthday is on October fifteenth. And I said, and I was around, I was around Halloween too. Um, and I said, Mom, you know, when I my, I woke up one morning and I, I never, I, and I told my mom, I said, Mom, what's that movie with the pumpkin on the poster? And it's called Halloween. And she's like, she gave a look on her face, like, holy shit. He's bringing that up, like, and I'm on, I'm like probably seven years old or whatever, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's <laughs> TV omen."
0: Like, <laughs> I was like, "What?"
1: <laughs> sorry, no, that, that that is a true story. I just want to testify. So, yeah, but, but we're, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off? Phil. Sorry about that.
2: Yeah, I wanted to because you know this was, I think this was the sort of franchise horror movie. hundred percent. And I wanted to ask yeah. you a question, Justin. Um. Have you seen Halloween 3?
1: I've seen bits. We've talked about it, right?
2: You know what? A lot of people, and I've said it before, and I'll make these these remarks very quick. The problem is when they got to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which includes one of the best movie songs ever. Three more days till Halloween,
0: Halloween, Halloween.
2: Three more days till Halloween, (laughs) Silver Shamrock.
0: Um, Go, bail. But here's the thing. I think that movie was deeply treated unfairly.
3: I mean, yes, but when you have the first and second movie both focusing on one plot The expectations for the third movie is probably going to be a continuation for said plot. I understand what they were going for, but honestly, they should have made Halloween 2, Season of the Witch.
2: Yeah, because he wanted to make it an anthology series and have a new Halloween-themed story come out every year. But yeah, I agree with you. If you wanted to do that, you could have made Halloween 3, Halloween 2.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, you
0: know, some people will say if you watch it as like a standalone movie, it's actually not bad. But. But, yeah, but no, I think this was what really started the slasher franchise. And. okay, well, what came first, Justin,
2: Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Friday the 13th. Now yes. that we're going into the '80s, do we have any more? more. I feel
3: like I don't know if you consider Jaws a horror. Oh God!
2: Yeah, we didn't even
3: touch
0: on
2: Jaws. Oh yeah, I was about to ask that.
1: We'll, we'll okay. talk about that really quick
2: because I you. have to say it because you know who's watching and he's gonna oh. repeat me apart.
1: Dad, we love you.
2: Love you, Mister Mahoney. But he said, um, "Remember when I when we when this didn't win the summer bracket?" He he let me have it. He said, this movie shut down a whole recreational activity.
1: It shut down swimming, guys. People
2: didn't go swimming when they watched this.
1: Like, the like the movie literally stopped swimming.
0: Swimming. this. That's terrible. Swimming is a good exercise.
1: Swimming is a good exercise. It's
0: good for you.
1: Sure is. But anyway... We did a Jaws movie commentary. If you guys, yes, want to we it did on our YouTube channel, by the way. Just letting you guys know. And,
2: but no, but you know what? This actually answers a really good question, though. What's scarier, what you see or what you hear? Mm.
1: I can't see? answer that. I can't answer that. But I would say, that, I would say, actually, it's both.
2: Because when you hear the da 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 da. Four
1: for Austin on D minor, and every sailor knows it means death.
3: So, oh no! Almost all of these movies that we saw tonight, I have not. Most of the movies we've we've talked about tonight, I have not seen. But that's okay movie I've seen, probably a dozen times, and I had the fortunate opportunity to see this movie re released in theaters last year. And holy goddamn shitballs does it hold up.
1: Especially in theaters, I can only imagine.
3: When I say that I was on the edge of my seat during the entire second half, I mean it. Like, it's... it's, Even when I've seen it, as I said, a dozen times, the suspense is real. It's palpable. And... Hmm. You're just waiting for that shark to arrive. Because. It is what you don't see. That's scary.
0: Yeah.
1: The, The unknown. And. This was
3: Spielberg's first. Blockbuster. Of many. Yep. Absolutely, and it's one of my favorite movies. Just period.
1: A good one. Seriously. Good one.
2: But yeah, but you know what, Justin? That answers the question. What's scarier, what you see or what you hear? Um, I. Th- Think what
3: you hear is more scary, but I think what you don't see mixed with silence and what you don't hear is even scarier. If that makes sense.
1: A little bit. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, was there any? Was there any other movies in the seventies that, that we can't Harry's think of? Um, What's
0: that? We got carries.
3: Carrie. You know, uh, Dawn of the Dead.
1: Dawn of the Dead, that's another one.
0: How do you forget Rocky Horror? Oh, yeah. I, I the
1: cold well, I won't really that's get
0: to
2: that. So.
1: more spooky,
2: but remember, Justin,
0: it's just a jump to the left.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, we also didn't talk about young Frankenstein. Oh, at- uh, yes,
1: so well, that's where the comedy. To it's 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 hard, but it's also it's more of a comedy though now. Exactly. So, so or that's like saying like Monty Python. You know, there was scary elements to it, but at the same time, it was hysterical. So, you know, um, um so are we ready to go to the eighties? Yep. Um, I'm always ready to go to the eighties. Yeah. Wait, are we going? To, are
3: we going to Nightmare on Elm Street? Are we going uh, not them? yet.
1: Not yet. Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth came first. 1980. Night. 1980,
3: exactly. His name was Jason. Today's
1: Jason Voorhees. Actually, I actually
3: look- this one, it's Mrs. Voorhees.
1: I just want to let you guys know I've actually been so the where they filmed the original movie of uh, Friday the 13th, the, for the very first one from 1980, and Crystal Lake. It's a Boy Scout camp in New Jersey. And I went there when I was younger. And we when we were doing the swim test that, that week, they're like, we're like, Jesus, God, Jesus Scott. God. Oh, so speaking of Friday the 13th, happy Friday the 13th in two days. Yes. Oh my God. You're it right.
2: Bam, 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 bam,
0: bam. And it's on, and it's in October.
1: Ooh. And Taylor Swift's Eros Tour comes to theater. So I had to just say that anyways, but besides the point though. Oh.
3: We know what's dominating the box office this
1: weekend. Literally, um, JT is a closet uh, Swifty. Shut up, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Friday the Thirteenth with Jason. What do we got? Uh, actually, Stone the Co- first one's not with Jason. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. So Co- the first
3: it? one was with Mrs. Voorhees, Jason's mother.
0: Oh, mother.
3: Because hell has no fury like a mother's scorn.
1: And uh, what's his face? Kevin Bacon was in this too. How could we forget that? The great yes, Kevin. Kevin
0: Bacon. Kevin
1: Bacon. Did he die?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, in the movie.
1: Oh, God, that's brutal. Violently. That's disgusting. I hate I hate showing that on camera. I'm sorry, but we'll just show the poster instead. And big shout
3: out to the 80s is probably the best decade for horror movies in terms of quantity and quality.
0: Mm. Agreed, um, I can see that.
3: I think the 70s has the more prestige movies,
2: but I think the
3: 80s had the more like
2: funny. the more. I, I would say the 80s was the more popcorn-type movies.
0: Yeah.
2: popcorn. This, movies. The 80s was the return
3: to the studio-driven film. And yeah. the studios found out that violent horror movies sell tickets. Yeah. So, true. we got franchises like Friday the 13th,
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. A
0: child's Play as well. Okay. The Halloween
3: franchise still going. Chucky. Um,
2: yeah, child's Play, which I'm going to say, play. I watched Child's Play. It's stupid.
0: <laughs> okay, it's yeah, now, now it available is. Available yes. for Hanukkah. Can I just Who's say
3: this? something, though? That doll, when. It was all mutilated and mangled up in Bride of Chucky and Siena Chucky. That
1: doll scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you you guys know what that episode. When I was that, young. You guys know what Child's Play was based on, right? What? It was based off a Twilight Zone episode of uh, with talking Tina. You know that, right? It was based off that.
3: I didn't know that. I you mean, it wasn't my buddy.
1: Oh my
3: god! Or Teddy Ruxpin. No, it was, um, I remember There's the,
0: gonna I, be a horror movie
3: one day about Teddy Ruxpin. Just like they have one now Oh, no, just Sunday watch the credits. Nostalgia Critic uh, episode.
1: <laughs> Literally. Um, uh, no, there was a guy um, the, the writers of Chuck, of Chucky or Child's Play were talking about, like, I was a doll and they were, they were referring a lot to the episode of Twilight Zone where, um it's like my name's talking Tina, and you better be nice to me. And it's like, I my name's talking Tina, I'm gonna kill you. Like it's like it's frightening to think about a doll trying to kill you. Yeah. And but it was based off of that episode. So mm. and I've seen that episode at night with the lights off. And it is oh, nice <laughs> frightening. I have the audio trauma. I have the audio drama of it or audio drama of it too, and I fall asleep to it sometimes, you know, besides the point though. Yeah, Anyways. yeah, that's uh, that's strange. Sorry, sorry, everyone. I'm we're circling back there. Friday the thirteenth. What do we got? <laughs> Any answer or no? Um, no. this one I'm
3: gonna try and, uh lightning round because the '80s is a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh right, how can we? Right, this is what 1980. Yeah,
3: the very next Friday year, the thirteenth was 1980. Um.
1: 1984, had had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try and go by year for a sec, but I want to say Evil Dead from 1981.
3: Yep, Evil Dead 1981, Evil Dead 2 1987, I believe.
1: And then Army of Darkness. That, that's more of a comedy, but still, mm. this movie. This I I listen. I I actually really like this movie. It was. let's not forget Sam Raimi, the director of Spider Man. One, two, and three. She started with the Evil Dead. How can we forget that?
3: Oh, I think that just adds more character to the Spider-Man
1: movies, and with with Bruce Campbell, mind you. But like, I have to just say this: this movie was rated NC NC seventeen. You know that, right?
3: Rated X. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was above R for the gore. There is so much blood in this movie, and I well, I, have to right. I
3: don't think it was just the gore.
1: Well, what, what What else was it? What do you think?
3: Um, there's a certain scene in the first Evil Dead that uh yeah um something happens to a woman.
1: Oh, um, oh, tree. that with with the trees like yeah you know, doing stuff to her that were like yeah.
3: Let, let, let's move past that.
1: Sorry, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. That is terrifying. Uh, the with the trees doing that, of course, damn you trees, but I uh, know. But this is like this movie was like a fright fest and, and, the, and also the, the ash the promotional posters and stuff like of ash with the chainsaw and stuff like that yep ash you know people for he towards the end of the movie he was like, obviously spoilers he was the last one standing but uh-huh. at the same time you forget that you know the marketing campaign for this movie was like oh yeah whatever you know, he he, 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 the trailers made it look like he was like the, like he made it look like he was like the guy who was gonna like, gonna be dead first, but no. Right. And then throughout the movie, you're like, oh my God, he's actually not, you know, yeah, he's the hero. Yeah. He's the, 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 the at the end of the day. Also, fun fact, they actually filmed this in a real life abandoned cabin. Oh, I believe it. They did. And I, they filmed it in well, 70, in 79, though. They, they only had
3: like what, $10,000?
1: The budget was literally like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it was micro. It was super super. Like you could tell, like the makeup on like some of these, like on these characters, like the makeup on these characters and stuff like that, like it's all like fake and stuff like that. But it's it's crazy. So it's still a freak and, show. And they didn't have much more for Evil Dead Two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They, they took it in a comedic path? But it's like that. Still, it's like.
3: Yeah, but um, not by that much.
1: No, I mean, Army of Darkness is hysterical, but this is like, oh, yeah, but this I, is. I funny. watched
3: Evil Dead 2 for the first time last year, and it's still freaky. What,
1: this one? Body, but freaky. This one. Evil Dead 2. Oh, Evil Dead 2 is great, though. Yeah, with the chainsaw hand. He cuts off his own hand. Yeah. I actually did it. And then replaced it
3: though. with a chainsaw. Yeah.
1: He's like, hey, let me cut off my hand to make it a chainsaw hand, because hand got possessed. But yeah. Evil Dead. This might be my favorite horror movie. You see,
3: that's a character that needs to be in the Mortal Kombat movie, the game.
1: What Ash? Oh my god, yes. I why? Why have they not thought of that? I'd call uh, quick. Um, well, Mortal Kombat. Call Justin. You can call Justin in, on our hotline at one hundred got bill.
2: One eight <laughs> hundred got yeah. bill.
1: Get him that money, baby. <laughs> No, but, but Evil Dead, I mean, we're, we're, we're going by years now. Evil Dead, though, freaking Fright Fest. Yeah. Of a movie. Like, actually, I, did you see the most recent one? No. Okay, I didn't either. Because that one took place in a, in a city setting, and I'm like, whoa. Which is interesting. Very. By,
3: um, Decidedly less comedic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the remake was, the, this remake of this one was not like the 2013 remake. What was it? The one by Fetty uh, Alvarez. Yeah. yeah. Was that good at all? Did you see the one? I heard
3: it was actually underrated. Really? Okay. That's good to
1: know. So, even the reviews
3: there. for it at first great, right, but I heard it gained a pretty strong cult following.
1: I'm sure I'm, this first one has a cult following too. So, The Evil Dead. Yeah. Classic. But if you guys haven't seen Evil Dead, watch it. It is so twisted and so crazy. It is it's it, you can tell it's fake, but it's like there are some scenes in it where you're like oh, it's a it's a, it's a gore fest of just blood everywhere. See, my, my you, you guys keep talking about jump scares. For me, I'm okay with blood. I'm okay with like stuff like this, which is weird. But jump scares, I can't really do.
3: Yeah, same.
1: I'm the same way. Okay, okay. So
3: I can do do gore to an extent. Yeah,
1: but like heads blowing up and stuff like that, like with horror stuff. Yeah, 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 that's fun. That's not bad. But like, like a jump scare of like a a a twisted nun or whatever from The Conjuring. Forget it. You know. Yeah, that's frightening. Um, eighty-two. Was there anything eighty-two? Nightmare
3: on Elm Street,
1: right? No, that was 84.
3: Oh, that was 84. Uh um, was there anything else? Poltergeist? Hmm. Poltergeist, I think, was 84 as well. No, it was 82. Okay. Oh, it was was 82? Okay, yeah. let's talk about poltergeist. Um produced by Steven Spielberg, allegedly shadow directed by Steven Spielberg, even though Toby Hooper Directed Poltergeist, there were rumors that Spielberg kind of stepped in and directed a lot of scenes.
2: Yeah, that movie, I remember one time I fell asleep during it. Yeah. And when I, and I remember turning the TV off and I had this dream that the TV turned back on, I'm thinking, oh my God, is my house possessed?
3: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a creepy movie as well. Like, Guy's face melting off. Um, little girl, girl being pulled into the TV. Um, freaking clown. And, uh... Let's not forget that skeleton that that lady was wrapped around in that, uh... In that puddle Which by the way was real Uh, Real puddle? No real skeleton
1: Oh god that's frightening
3: (laughs) Yeah Like they went out of their way To make it as authentic As possible And That's another one of those Productions that was seemingly cursed because a lot of the actors passed away under unusual circumstances after this, uh, after the movie came out.
2: Yeah, I didn't like the girl die like extremely young. Yep, that's frightening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I haven't seen a lot of these movies. I want to apologize to our, to my friends and to our viewers. I haven't seen a lot of them
1: either. It's okay.
3: I mean, I haven't either. I just thought it would be interesting to kind of have a bit of a retrospective on the evolution of horror movies and sort of like what decades sort of started what and what was popular in what decades and it's just interesting to see the generational uh, <laughs> Changes
2: and you know, Uh, absolutely. You know, what's weird the the poltergeist? Um, this was a supernatural movie when the 80s was more slasher movies, yes, true. So,
3: the 80s had two big horror genres going on for it, um, one was the slasher genre. And two was the sci-fi horror revival. Mm. Especially mm. with remakes from the 50s. So remember those movies I mentioned in the 50s? The Fly, Take From an Outer Space, The Blob. Yeah.
1: They got a remake those in the 80s.
3: In the 80s.
1: Oh, they did. Okay.
3: The Fly was done by david cronenberg the master of body Mm horror. um john carpenter did the
1: thing oh that was a good that came out the year before in 82 that was a good one too
3: um and did he also do the blob i can't
1: remember john carpenter
3: Who did The Blob in the 80s? 88.
1: uh, Let's see. I don't know. Who directed it? Yeah. Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell, okay.
2: Chuck Russell.
3: Don't know who he is. Anyways. But yeah, you, you start seeing... Um, Movies that came out in the 50s being made and remade in the 80s where visual effects have gotten way better. Significantly better. Significantly better. So good that they would hold up today. Yeah, literally. Um, The Fly is still considered one of the most grotesque horror movies ever made. Right. Right. Uh, and speaking of David Cronenberg, he also had movies like Scanners. Um, he had a few horror movies in the seventies and eighties, but I think the eighties is where he really had his stride. And fun fact: The Fly produced by Mel Brooks. Really? Really? Yep. Mel Mel Brooks produced two movies under his uh, production company Brooks Films. Interesting. It was The Fly and David Lynch's Elephant Man.
1: Okay. I don't know that.
3: Real side-splitters, huh?
1: Literally. That's weird. Um, do we want to... T- so, Are, are we going to pull What do we want to go to next? One, um, two, Freddy's coming
2: for you. Yeah, we
3: got to talk about... Three, Street.
2: four, you better lock your door. Five, six, I don't know that part. Seven, eight eight you better stay awake nine ten you'll never sleep again
3: nightmare on elm street
1: freddy krueger robert yeah. england i have not seen this movie
2: i actually heard robin england's a pretty
0: cool guy
1: is he
3: yeah i've heard similar um
0: Sorry, that's, Some uh, woman oh, who he yeah. went
1: to
2: high school with, against reached out to him, and because she told her students that she went to high school with him, and he actually made a video of him doing the Freddy Krueger voice. Ha. That is so cool.
3: And he did Freddy Krueger for the longest time too.
2: Yeah, he's got. He's like in his late seventies now. I think.
3: Yeah, like, he wouldn't be able to do it now, but, like, he was Freddy till, like, 2003.
2: If he reboots, if they ever reboot... Well, they tried that. It didn't work.
3: Didn't work. Was a shame, because the guy they got for Freddy wasn't a bad choice. It just wasn't directed well. They got Jackie Earle Haley to be Freddy in the remake. He played Rorschach in Watchmen. Okay. And they didn't make him funny. Which, I'm sorry, that's part of the character. He's kind of goofy. He's
2: kind of cheesy. Like, wisecracking and... Yeah. Tell them that Freddy sent ya.
3: Like, I've watched some of the kills on YouTube. Some are really fucking scary, but some of them are not. Some are just funny.
2: Or Johnny Depp in the tub? No, Are the you... guy in the tub was Johnny Depp.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean? Anyone?
2: Oh, <laughs> no, no, wait, no. He was in the bed, not the tub. No. Bed, 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 bed. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. When does my apology towards start, Justin?
3: <laughs> well, let's see here. You suggested that Johnny Depp was in the tub with somebody, so. Um, we should also bring up the Terminator. Is
0: that
1: a that is a good movie. The first one is okay. It's I, I would call it. I I do not call the first one sci-fi horror. I call it horror sci-fi. There's yeah. reason for that.
3: The sci-fi elements are kind of secondary in this
1: one. Yeah, because think about it. This machine terminator is sent back in time to kill you and you to can kill not... an, an innocent woman yeah it's and it's not it cannot be stopped
3: and the only one who might be able to save you you think it's crazy
1: yeah exactly yeah.
3: And I'm sorry, when it's just him as the skeleton, he's fucking
1: creepy. Absolutely. Did I ever tell you I met Michael Bean? Oh, did you? He was a, he was at New York Comic Con at one point, and I got to meet. I got his autograph. He's really nice guy. What was, was he it, breathing? Was it was he what? Was he breathing? He seems to die a lot. He. he <laughs> Yeah, he he tends to die. No, he he, he was a good he was he, he he was good. He was quiet, truthfully. He was really quiet. Whatever reason. No, he was good though. The Dominator. Dominator. Yep. Because think anyway, about this this machine is sent back in time to kill you. And it cannot be stopped. It can't be bargained with.
2: No. hey uh, how much does this cost $20 uh, okay I'll give you 17 I said
1: $20 yeah <laughs> Um, anything else for the Terminator oh I've seen it I've hey. seen it too we did a
2: commentary of
1: it we did a movie commentary on it check it out on our YouTube channel Um, well, I feel like there's another one in the 80s I can't think of like 82, 84, 85 another horror movie that's not a um, secret.
3: Like they live, they live. Okay.
2: Are we going through every single horror movie ever made? No, we
1: don't have to. We well, that's why I kind of want, to want
3: to do a lightning round on the eighties and nineties because there's a lot. It's, it's getting late. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, um. That's a, anything but, else
2: in the eighties, or should we just go right to the nineties?
3: That's. I say we jump to the nineties. Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. I guess you can consider it a horror movie. I think it's a Tell little more drama suspense.
2: Do
1: the lambs stop screaming? This guy eats skin.
2: I had his. I had his liver with a with with a side of fava beans and a nice Chianti.
1: This movie's freaky as hell. JT,
2: do the lambs stop screaming?
1: No. (laughs) um,
3: With the 90s, I feel like we got a little more on the generic side with our movies. Yeah. With our movies. um, A lot Uh, of sequels.
1: sequels. Like Alien 3 was like what, 92? Yeah, around then. Four, I forgot something. Like that. Well, Alien, we forgot about that too. That's that. That was a great movie too. But yeah, that was ninety. That was seventy-seven. No, seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. I'm sorry. No, that's right. You're good. Fun back. And I didn't include Predator in the
3: eighties. I I consider that more of an action movie.
1: Yeah, that's an action movie. Absolutely. Just like Aliens, is an action movie. Alien is a horror movie. Yeah. Ripley, um, but yeah, there's another one too. There um,
3: are a lot of sequels. Um, Freddy's Dead, Final Nightmare, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, um, Halloween H two O, Halloween Resurrection,
1: a lot of sequels,
2: and Wes
3: Craven's Some
1: more
2: Friday the Thirteenth movies, and Wes Craven's New Horror. Justin, what's your
1: favorite scary movie? 96? Yep. Yep. Didn't they just have another one that just came out? Yep.
2: Was it good? I heard it was actually pretty decent. That's good. I must say I actually really like this movie. Okay. And I think it's just it is kind of cheesy once you think about it. Am I right, Justin? I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a movie that it's a pastiche
3: of the slasher genre.
2: It, and in a way a parody of it once you think about it.
3: Oh, it's very much a satire of the slasher genre, but it works well within the genre as well. That's
2: yes. That's what makes it work. Because remember the rules of a horror movie. No alcohol or sex. Don't ever say you'll be back. Yep. Because guess what? Be
3: you'll never, you won't be right back.
2: Hey, do you want another beer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I'll be I'll right be back. back. <laughs> and he goes, is this the part where you kill me? Can I be the innocent girl going, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. Please don't. <clears> then, <throat> hmm. And yeah, Scream. I really like this. I actually, just is it weird to say, I actually had fun watching this movie. Yeah, it's weird to say that, or no, it's not weird. I actually had a good time with this movie because I stayed away from this movie for a long time. Well, I used to be scared
3: of the the ghost face mask.
2: Oh, me too. And then I remember I watched. I was home one week. I. Had a bad cold, and I'm like, "Hang, hey, you know what? Let me watch this." It was like near Halloween, yeah. And then right after that, you know what I watched? Scream. Scream two. Uh-huh. Which I actually don't think is that bad. I don't know what you think, Justin.
3: Um, I remember only watching like the first twenty minutes of it and being like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm bored," or "I was tired." I, I can't remember.
2: But I remember like, Scream One when they reveal who the killer was, it makes sense. Yeah. Scream 2? It even makes sense. By Scream 3, okay, this does not make sense anymore.
3: Well, yeah, a lot of people consider Scream 3 to be the weakest of the trilogy.
2: This is literally not making any more sense. Scream 1 and 2... It makes sense. Scream three, this doesn't make sense anymore. It's just that, like, okay, why did this why are you gonna say you didn't say hi to me that one time 10 years ago? Okay, uh, hi. Okay, all's forgiven. why are you trying to kill me now? You ate the last cookie. It just basically became that. Got it. Like. Now, should we give away the ending for Scream, or should we not spoil it for the good people who haven't seen it? Uh, let, let them see it. Let them see it. Yeah, but the first two, the ending actually makes sense. Third one is just just random third, and I I have not seen the fourth or the fifth one. Or the sixth one. Or the sixth one. They're just going to come up with some weird, random thing. Uh did I just unconsciously rant?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm good with that. You're good, bud.
2: Okay, so anything else in the 90s at the Blair Witch Project? Yeah, there was the Blair Witch Project.
3: Um, oh, that's what kind of started in this decade was the found footage genre. Well, technically *Campbell Holocaust in the 80s did too, but this really popularized it. Um, and you also had like Gothic horror movies like The Craft. Um, and you had other horror movies like I Know What You Did Last Summer.
2: Okay, hey, what did I do last summer? Mm. You just said you know uh, you know what I did last summer.
1: Yeah, but it's like the royal eye. Mm -hmm. Towards the late nineties, a lot of like horror movies started to get really like cheesy. You know what I mean? Very much so. Yeah. By the time we got the
3: decade that Anaconda came out, Deep Blue Sea came out. (laughs) You know, at that point, they they just stopped being scary.
2: And then by the 2000s, they were just making fun of them. Literally. Scary movie, anybody? They just started making fun of horror movies.
1: I hate modern parody movies, I'm letting you know right now. I hate yeah, so I, I,
3: I, I do too. Um, with that said, there were some decent horror movies that did come out in the 2000s. Um, I think The Descent came out around that time. The early 2000s, particularly, were very popular for Japanese horror remakes, such as The Ring,
1: The Grudge. Mm. Um, I saw this movie.
3: You know, you had Shyamalan Signs.
0: hmm
1: Not the actual like stop sign, but signs. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Is it safe to say we could we talk about the X Files for a second? Sure. sure. Like the, the the movies. The movies. I mean, the the nineteen the ninety eight movie. Was I mean, I haven't seen it, but it was like, it was pretty hard horrific stuff too. You know. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, X-Files I never got into. I'll be honest.
1: I don't really watch it either. I love that show so much. You have no idea.
3: It's just like one of those things like Buffy that I never got into.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's got a cult following. It's got a big following. But like, I it's on Hulu, I believe, because Disney bought Fox, and you can like watch yeah. it. Like that. But uh, no, I I uh, Jill, is it Jillian or Gillian Anderson, I forget. I don't know how to say her name. But anyways, the company and Anderson, the two of them are like, they are incredible in these roles. Uh, they tried bringing it back for a little while on TV. Mm. Uh, it didn't quite. The second time around it, it didn't work out as much as much as I thought it would. But the TV show itself, if you watch the X Files, and I know we were talking about movies. You want to talk about horror, like literally scary television in the nineties, the X-Files was it. I mean, it's it's if you're looking for a show to binge watch, X Files, X Files, X Files. Heavily based on like fifties and sixties sci-fi and horror, like Twilight Zone or like um you know, like other, like, her, like, it's about aliens. But also, it's also like, also, it also has, like, monsters in it. Like, hold on a sec. The X-Files Monsters. Here's one of them. Uh, they did this on TV. For those of you who are listening to us, just Google X-Files Monsters, and you're going to have nightmares for the rest of the week. So, <laughs> it's freaky as hell. And they did this on TV, man. It's ridiculous.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Budget wise, they had the budget for it. Fox was like, "Let's just do it," but this is like some scary stuff. This, this, this one was that the bug one was ridiculous. This guy turns into like a bug. And he I have never older.
2: Watched- <laughs> Files, so
1: I, yeah. I, I, I had to touch on it for a second. It's, it's pretty intense stuff, but yeah. Um, X Files is a great show, my god, such a great universe as well. Big, big universe, anyways. I'm going off on my geek tangent, anyways. No worries, yeah, 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 yeah. So,
3: 2000s, um, most of what I mentioned is what we've gotten. Um, we had uh, parodies, we had the parodies. We had the Japanese horror remakes, which were decent. We had the uh, M.A. Shyamalan signs and whatever horror projects he was trying to come up with. Do we count
1: Godzilla as a mm. horror movie? No. Really.
3: God- no. No? Okay, never mind. At least not the
1: 1998 one. No, God, no. We did a movie commentary on that, too. Why? <laughs> I, I hey Justin yeah. Justin, that's a lot of fish
2: I bet it was I wasn't there for that so nope I know nothing um
3: but besides that it was a lot of bad remakes like Amityville Horror um Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, just really bad horror movies came out of the two thousands.
1: Yeah, they weren't all they weren't
3: the, they weren't the best. Like low effort, low budget.
1: Saw, you know, jump, know what I mean.
3: Jump scare Fest. Oh, and the and the Saw movie. Yes, the Saw. saw.
1: Yeah, so 27 to
3: torture just came porn in. genre. What was that? The Saw movies introduced us to the torture porn genre.
2: I feel like it's a movie I don't
3: want to sit through. No. Neither do I. Oh, also we have movies such as uh funny games and uh, what was it called? Serbian film? Don't no. Google Serbian film. Do not Google no, Serbian
2: film. JT, do not. What did you say? Do not Google Serbian film. All right, well. It's Justin, how would you describe it?
3: Uh. No. Nope. Exploitation.
1: Oh, sorry, don't worry. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting the corner. Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your room, he says.
2: How dare you even think that? It's ugh.
1: What's another one? Um. There's a lot of remakes of one from the 70s, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Remade. Oh, that got
3: remade so many times, it's not even funny.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street, Night of the Living Dead, a-
3: Alien versus Predator.
1: That's another one, too. Yeah,
3: Freddy versus Jason
1: versus Ash. I wish that would happen. A lot of people well, want the second the one. A lot of people want Freddy versus Jason versus Ash for whatever reason.
3: Well, I have in the comics, that's why.
1: There you go. So um, what else was there? We did Alien. We didn't even really touch an Alien, but Alien's another one too. Yeah. The Xenomorphs um, coming out of people's chests.
3: You had uh, yeah, Slim Pickens for two thousands. Oh, uh, Rob Zombie's how Rob Zombie's filmography in general. Yeah.
0: But we yeah. touched
2: on a lot tonight. Yeah, twenty cans. Let's breeze through. Nothing. Literally nothing.
3: Not true. You had hereditary. You had Midsummer.
1: You had The Conjuring. You had The Conjuring. That was pretty you successful. Is you had Sinister. The Purge.
2: The Purge. Oh my God, that movie was so damn stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I wouldn't really call it a horror movie. The only reason why it's a horror movie is because it had jump scares and it was made by Blumhouse. In reality, it would be more of an action thriller.
0: Let us purge. Let us purge.
3: What at the least con- people would be more action thrillers. Release
0: the beast. Purge. Purge.
1: Wasn't the I Conjuring like guys? Wasn't the Conjuring like they're setting up other stuff in that universe, like Annabelle or like uh- yeah. The nun yeah. with that, yeah. Other horror movies in that, like Conjuring, but the nun, yeah,
3: yeah. And the 2010s, you actually had some interesting uh prestige horror movies coming up every here and there. The 2010s was the rise of the A24 weird horror movie. Okay, movies like. Tusk,
1: or Tusk. not, not the Fleetwood Mac album. No, not the Fleetwood Mac album.
3: This was directed by Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, and it is—it's a horror comedy.
1: Hmm. Why does the guy look like the guy from the Red Hot Chili Peppers?
3: It's Justin Long. Oh, all right. It looks
1: like it looks like Anthony. Keyes it does.
3: It. I know it does.
1: I mean, look at this picture. Like, oh my god, it's Anthony. Kiedis from the Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> He's starting a movie. No, I'm kidding. Um, anything else, guys? No, I think we're good. Uh, Justin, anything else?
3: Um, I mean, we have the Halloween 2018 reboot.
1: Oh yeah, the reboot of the franchise.
3: Started out strong, fizzled out pretty badly.
1: Yeah, that one was. I, I, like I said, I haven't seen them, but that, I mean, I, I, unfortunately, the last one was not that good, right? The last
3: one sucked. It barely had Michael in it at all. They tried to shift the focus on a different killer for the first two thirds and then shift to Michael for the last third. Yeah. Um, And then you had a lot of Blumhouse movies. I mean, a lot of Blumhouse movies. You know, Truth or Dare, Fantasy Island, Mm -hmm. Upgrade. Upgrade was actually really good.
1: Okay.
2: Sorry, I'm not contributing much here. It's just. You're good, bud. Way too much. Yeah.
3: I know a surprisingly good number of horror movies. It's... You're not
2: even really a big horror guy yourself.
3: I'm not. I just know about them. So I know to stay away from them.
2: Well, because your girlfriend is a bit of a horror movie aficionado. Oh, yes, and she took me to
3: see one of the scariest goddamn movies of my life last year. Smile. Thanks, You weren't smiling after that, weren't you? Oh, I almost took out her head when when a jump scare scared the shit out of me. I, I jump can't. scare! I think I headbut- almost headbutted her with my head because I was cowering under her,
2: under her arm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry, babe. Anything else, or in the <laughs> words of Imagine Dragons, "There's nothing else to say." I'm just tired now. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's like we've been doing this for two hours. Oh wait, right, that's what.
1: We have been doing it for two hours. We I'm have not...
2: been doing this for two hours.
1: Normally, we're at like the hour and fifty-five minute mark. We actually passed two hours tonight, guys. Yeah, bravo! P- p- give yourself a pat on the back. So,
2: we're so brilliant. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> before we wrap up, which decade do you think was the best for horror movies? So let, let's talk about don't that. I say it's
1: the eighties. Honestly, I would say I would make the argument for the seventies, uh, but I agree with Justin. Is want to say the eighties as well? I'm going to say the 70s because that or
2: even like the 60s because that built up atmosphere.
1: That's a fair point. Which is more okay, terrifying I, I, than...
3: I, I see your point. I just feel like there was more consistency and a bigger um, bigger turnout of movies in the 80s. I tend to agree
1: with
3: that.
2: Yeah, but you know, but we didn't the- even touch
3: on The
1: Shining. Oh my God, we forgot about that one. Right. I was actually at the, the Stanley Hotel in 2019. I remember I remember the, hotel that, I the hotel that inspired the whole thing. So it's crazy. And remember, folks, because of The Shining, Stanley Cooper planned the moon landing. <laughs> I guess so.
2: Because the number of the hotel where it took place was the number of the shuttle. So Stanley Kubrick staged the moon landing.
1: Good for you, Uh Stanley. Um, Any other guys? Um, I think I'm good. And what about you? I'm all set, Justin. You all set? I'm all set. All right. Well, listen, everyone. We want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in for a two-hour-long broadcast of us just talking about horror movies. Ultimately, we say that the best decade decade for horror movies is the 80s, Uh, but ultimately, it's what uh, what you guys have to say out there. Sound off in the comment section below of this video. If you listen to us on our podcast format, feel free to DM us or message us however you want to for our social media pages, simply at the Superview Show. I want to thank the two gentlemen who do this podcast with me all the time, Justin and, and Bill. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much as always. Um, and, 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 uh, yeah, if, if you like, if you've seen here subscribe to our YouTube channel, we do this live every Wednesday night for the, for the foreseeable future forever and ever until the end of time. Uh, yeah, we do this live every Wednesday night. So check us out there on our YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, um, Bill. Yeah. Something going on. What's insanity network. Check
2: out sports and Sandy podcast. And don't forget to check out seven o'clock tomorrow night, Thursday night, gridiron when you know all the fun stuff, it's oh, football season, it's baseball playoffs. Yep,
1: and Philadelphia took the lead over Atlanta tonight, by the way.
2: I know
1: that's crazy because Atlanta was killing it this year.
2: I know oh, that's scary. Yeah,
1: let's end this because this will turn
2: into a six hour conversation.
1: Yes, it will. Uh, Justin, I want to thank you guys, thank Justin for joining us as well. His insight, his knowledge is incredible, unparalleled, and always welcome here thank you you're welcome but for all of us here the super show guys stay safe